if the universe is looking at your life and you are jam-packed and you have no space for anything new, guess what? You're going to get nothing new. <laughs> You're going to get exactly what you've got because there's no space for something new. So once you start making some space by reprioritizing and giving some things up that are no longer serving you, then the universe is like, oh, she has space. Okay, here, here you go, here you go. And and the gifts just start to come. It, it's, it's the best way to raise your vibration in your frequency and your body as quickly as possible and to clear out stuckness, like, you know, stuck emotions, stuck memory, stuck energy. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Following the Spark podcast. I am your host, Amelia Rose Mitz, and we are back and we are better. I had to take a quick break from the podcast because I recently have been moving, which is a whole beast in and of itself. And on this episode, I have on Miss Melissa Saubers. And I am so excited about this episode because Melissa is Kansas City based and she hosts community breathworks every Tuesday night that I often go to. So I've seen her magic in person and I've seen everything that goes on and all the magic that happens in these community breathwork spaces and it was such an honor connecting with Melissa. All of her Instagram links and websites will be in the description in the show notes below. And yeah, this episode is full of so many amazing topics that we just allowed to flow to us whatever needed to come up. Melissa and I talk about a lot of things, including her journey to finding breathwork and taking the leap, jumping off the cliff, taking a chance and trusting signs and guidance from the universe. Melissa is passionate about helping people connect to their subconscious and breath work and she talks more about what she's passionate about as well as community and how she created this amazing breath work community. Melissa also clears up for me the different types of breath work. I was so confused before this and she really explained it so well like there's pranayama and more yoga styles of calming breath work and then there's activating types such as the triactive and conscious connected breath work. The more activating breathwork types are more about cleansing the body and this is what the majority of this episode we talk about is this, the cool things about activating breathwork and yeah, activating breathwork has really changed my life for the better and has really spoke to my soul and I've seen what it can do for me and for others this more activating breath work is something I have made more of a weekly habit for myself because I was taught by a lot of my breath work teachers that you need to show up for yourself in this activating type of breath work weekly. If you're trying to heal from something in the past, heal from trauma, heal anything, heal yourself, clear out negative energy, clear out limiting beliefs, this breathwork practice really does need to be something that you're doing weekly. And 
you guys, I can't even put into words. I feel so connected to spirit, to the divine, to myself, and I feel so held and so safe, yet I'm sobbing during this this breath work. Like, as a Capricorn, as someone who has a history of holding my emotions in and not allowing myself to process my emotions and to work through my emotions and what's coming up for me instead of around it this breathwork practice forces me to really feel and not even like have to sit there and ruminate about it in my head but like as we talk about in the podcast drop into my body and allow my body to take care of it for me it is such a release emotionally as well as physically and this practice has helped me to clear out a lot of stuckness and old patterns and just so much for my body. I highly suggest listening to this episode as Melissa gives a lot of good tips on how to start this practice and about some of the things that might come up for this more type of activating breath work. And yeah, it's just something that has completely changed my life and I want to share it with everyone and for that reason this episode is extremely dear to my heart so please tune in as usual grab your coffee your water your tea your cacao your smoothie and let's get started Melissa welcome to my podcast thank you thank you for having me I'm so honored of course. I'm so excited I get to finally have you on. Um, before we get started, would you mind giving us a background about who you are and what it is you do? Hmm. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, about two, I won't go into the whole story unless you want me to later, but about a little bit over two years ago, I sold my business, which was a co-working space. And essentially, I say I jumped off a cliff to have a new career, but I did not know what that career was going to be. And so the past two years have led me to where I am now. And essentially, I help people with access to their subconscious to change their beliefs, their behaviors, and and figure out what is their barriers that are holding them back from being their most authentic self. So I use breath work, conscious connected breath work. I use um, quantum hypnosis, hypnotherapy, energy healing, cacao ceremonies, and, and manifestation practices that I have learned over the years. And I use all of those things to help people heal their hearts, expand their consciousness, raise their vibe, and manifest the life of joy, love, abundance, and freedom. Mm. Oh, I love that so much. So two things well I have so many questions from all of that (laughs) I do remember a a breathwork session for those who may not know Melissa she does community breathwork every Tuesdays at 7 p.m so if you're in the Kansas City area please come to those because they're amazing but I remember at one of them one of your themes was something about like taking the leap, like jumping off a cliff. Yeah. And that one really spoke to me. So that's so cool that that's like literally what you did. Yeah, that is, that's real life. My A lot of my themes in my breathwork sessions or even, you know, meditations or 
manifestation. Everything is really based off of real life. Yeah. It's based off of my real life and the experiences that I am going through at the time. And so, yeah, I did. I literally sold my business five days before the city shut down. Um, and it was a brick and mortar business. So I would have had a lease and, you know, all of those things. And, um, but I, and I knew I wanted to do something different. I knew I wanted to help people, but I had no idea what. And I just started listening to my heart and following the cues and the clues that I kept getting in meditation and hypnosis and breath work. Um, you know, just driving down the road, I would get these messages. I would wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning with big downloads of which direction I was supposed to go. And all of it, all of it, you know, was a big puzzle and it came together and showed me this picture of me being essentially a healer and a coach and a mentor to help people with all of these things that I've just talked about. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. That gives me chills. Thank you. I love that. So what can I ask for people who are kind of going through a similar thing, like they're getting signs, but they feel trapped in, in their old job or their old situation what helped you get through the doubts of it all? Yeah, it, it I remember, I want to say it was probably in the like second half of 2019, I felt extremely stuck. I remember going around to anybody who would listen to me going, how do you get unstuck? How, why, why am I stuck? Like, how is this working? You know, like I would ask everybody and, um, really what it came down to was slowing down. I had to slow down so that I could hear. And I, at the time I owned a business, I was working for another business. I had um, another entrepreneurial gig on the side, which was called Sands Bar, Kansas City. So I had like three or four different jobs slash businesses slash endeavors. Plus I had two children and had just gone through a divorce. You know, there were, there were a lot of things that were clouding my headspace and my heart space really. Um, but I had already stopped quitting. I had already quit drinking. I quit drinking in 2016. So that started to clear things up. And then I just kept getting these clues, but I still felt very stuck. And I literally, that's why I said I jumped off a cliff because I literally jumped off the cliff without another job, without another endeavor and just trusted the universe. Um, I know that's not always possible. I mean, I did have a part-time gig that, you know, gave me some income to support me during that time, but I needed some space. I needed some space to slow down and think and hear and feel. And so I just started making investments in myself one by one by one. I'd go to, for instance, at the beginning of March of 2020, I went to a breathwork journey, like what I do. To, with people today, I went to one. And during that journey is when I got the call that I was supposed to be a breathwork facilitator. Wow. And I was like, what? A breathwork facilitator? And then I'm like, 
oh yeah, a breathwork facilitator. This is like super powerful. Okay, all right. I have no idea what I'm, you know, I've never done this before. I wasn't a healer or in the healing arts industry. I was an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur for 25 years. Like I owned a brick and mortar co-working space. I used to own half of a roofing company. You know, like this was not in my background, but I felt the call and the pull and and just trusted and felt, you know, and just kept listening and kept listening and kept taking, you know, another little clue and another little clue. And I also went through lots of manifestation practices where, you know, I would journal for hours about what I wanted my life to look like and how I wanted to feel and what interested me and, and just start to follow all of those clues. And the universe matched me. You know, I was I was doing the work here and the universe just kept matching me. It's like the universe was like, oh, you're interested in that. OK, here's an experience to try out. Oh, you're interested in that. You know, here, why don't you go to this event or why don't you do a session with so and so who does this? So I just kind of kept following the clues and listening, following the clues, listening, following the clues, you know, taking one step after the next. Wow. I love that. That's such a powerful story because first of all, slowing down, especially in this society is like not something that people do. <laughs> like I am guilty of that. Like slowing down is like so hard. <laughs> like it is just something that we're not taught. Yeah. Well, and, and to slow down, that means you have to take some things off of your plate. Yeah. And and sometimes that's not always possible, but you can find, I, I believe that you can find a little bit of space here, a little bit of space there, and then you can start to reprioritize things. Like, I don't watch TV. I, I haven't watched TV for like seven years. Um, I do occasionally watch a movie or a show with my daughter, mm -hmm. but I really just don't take any time like that. You know, I spend more time in nature. Um, more time in meditation, more time reading and learning, exploring, um, you know, those those types of things. So I've kind of reprioritized my time um, and really focused on more of an investment in me, you know, and connection with other people, of course, too. Yeah, I love that. That's really powerful, especially around like this time. It's like new moon time. I don't know if you're a moon girl like me, but um, it's like around new moon time, I like to kind of analyze like okay, where have I been spending my time what are my intentions and how do I want to put these intentions into my daily life mm -hmm. so it's really powerful you have to give up some things that maybe aren't serving you and make more space because if you don't make space then new things can't come in exactly I mean the universe abhors a vacuum the universe sees sees a uh, you know sees you, if the universe is looking at your life and you are jam-packed and you have no space for anything new, mm -hmm. guess what? You're going to get nothing new. <laughs> You're going to get exactly what you've got because there's no space for something new. So once you start making some space by reprioritizing and giving some things up that are no longer serving you, then the universe is like, oh, she has space. Okay, here, here you go. Here you go. And, and the gifts just start to come. They just literally start to come. And the more you, like you said, are clear on your intentions and the more you get into your heart space and you really figure out what you want for your life, then the universe aligns you with those things and magnetizes those things to you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I feel like that is such a, mes a message that I needed to hear. <laughs> like, that is so powerful. I love that. 
So on the on a side note, before I forget, I really am curious about what prompted you to start doing the community breathwork sessions, and also what does community mean to you? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this I think is so fun. Um, March or May of 2021, I went to Guatemala to the Alchemy of Breath Breath Camp. And that was sort of my graduation thing for our training. Each of us went and we trained all week and we served all week and we facilitated breathwork all week. And, and I kept getting downloads and it was like, it, it really, it was my higher self saying, Melissa, get to work. She, she just kept saying, Melissa, you have been in training for a year at this point and it is time to get to work. And really the message she kept giving me was, do something consistently week after week after week just do the work it was time to now implement everything that i had learned and really get into practice and and show show myself and the higher you know my higher self and god and universe whatever you want to call it that i was committed to this path right and um i had done a few sunset breathworks uh, the previous year, you know, a sprinkling in the spring and a sprinkling in the fall of 2020 and the, you know, when it was safe to do that. And, and I knew I loved that outdoor environment and I knew I wanted to do something once a week. And I knew that I didn't have access to like a yoga studio or anything like that. And I wanted to be in nature. I wanted to build community. I wanted to offer my gifts. And I just decided, I literally decided as I was coming back from Guatemala, like I am going to do something once a week, every single week and do it consistently. And so I just announced I'm doing sunset breathwork every Tuesday, you know, 7 p.m. at the Nelson. And the first one, three people showed up. The next one, 15. The next one, you know, got up to 40 people at the, you know, by the end of the summer and maintain like 15 to 25 over the winter in the, into the spring. And now we're back outside again. And um, we've done this, oh, let's see, 55 weeks in a row, I think. So wow. yeah, yeah. I say we because I'm leading it and guiding it, but it's really a community thing. And it wouldn't be what it is without the people who keep showing up, who keep bringing their friends, who keep telling, spreading the word and telling, you know, the the world about this. So it's really just, it's, it's about consistency. It's about showing up. It's about, it really is about showing up. It really is. That's what it's all about. It's just doing the work, showing up, being consistent. You know, my daughter, I'll say, she's like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, I'm going to work. Like I am going to work. This is my work. These are my gifts. And I take this very seriously and I want to share these gifts and be with the community. So, yeah, that's awesome. I feel the community presence so strongly there. And I just, it's so magical. Like whenever I go, like I sit there and I look around at everyone and I'm like, this is so cool. Like everyone is showing up for themselves. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. It just gives me chills to think about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you had asked what I believe community is. And I, I love this term, like-hearted people, Ooh. instead of like-minded, like like-hearted people. Um, and I first heard that term from um, Mary Hassan, Hassan. 
And I was like, whoa, that really resonated with me because that's what I really feel like is that people who come to Sunset Breathwork specifically in my other events, and they are really looking for connection to their hearts and connection to other people's hearts. They're really, they're looking for healing. They're looking for expansion. Um, they're really looking to better themselves and invest in themselves. And they are willing to try something new that they've never tried before, willing to take a chance on, you know, somebody they've never heard of before. Um, and it's it's really cool to see the connections. I am blown away at the connections that have been made and the friendships and uh, the the business business partnerships and and you know hopefully some romantic partnerships. You know, so I, I don't even know how many people you know what had the ripple effects of this, but I I can feel it. I can definitely feel it. So. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was just like, you probably don't even know like <laughs> the majority of like all the amazing things that have like stemmed from that breath work. Yeah. I mean, I when we do the sharing circle at the end of breath work and people are talking about their experiences, I'm like, I mean, I I can't even tell you, my heart is leaping out of my chest, you know, tears are rolling down, and I'm just like, okay, yes every 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 time it's confirmation that i'm in the right place it's like yes this is my this is what i'm supposed to be doing so yeah 100 yeah, and for me at least it i lived for such a long time being like oh kansas city there's no one spiritual here like i hate this place like get me out of here you know and so for me personally one of the many things that's done for me is like open my eyes to like oh my gosh there's spiritual people all around me uh -huh. <laughs> like, I just had to stop telling myself that story <laughs> yeah yeah because you know what you get more of mm -hmm. what you said yeah <laughs> whatever okay. you're thinking you're believing and you are manifesting so yeah you want to manifest some spiritual friends then yep you got it they're there Mm, yeah so powerful so I have a lot of different breathwork questions but my first one is what has been your own personal journey with breath with breathwork like the first time you did it and I know you said you went to one and that's when you realized you needed to be a facilitator but what has your personal journey been like with breathwork yeah so really my breathwork journey started when I was in a class called the hip sobriety school okay and that was in may of 2016 it actually started before that because i i've been a yogi for a long long time but really the pivotal moment was when our teacher holly said you know like the very first class she's like okay she said kundalini yoga or kundalini breathwork some of the breathwork that you do in kundalini yoga um, has a chance to completely change the energy in your body and I was like, and then she demonstrated it and we would do it in class. And I was like, whoa, okay, yes, this is so powerful. And that was really um, a pivotal tool in my sobriety, which I actually call my alcohol-free lifestyle. Um, but it was really one of the support tools. So from that moment on, I was curious and followed the pings. That was 2016. So I was you know, doing some Kundalini yoga and breath work and yoga breath work, <laughs> pranayama, and then also started really um, studying tantric breath work and some other things like that. And 
um, shamanic breath work. And then that all led me to what I, what I teach or what I facilitate, which is called conscious connected breath. Work. Mm, interesting. What is, what separates conscious connected breath work from the other styles of breath work? Oh my gosh, there is like a whole history of breath work that's like 5,000 <laughs> years old, right? Um, they all have their unique way of moving the energy in our body. Essentially, that's what breath work is, is it's the, it's moving, it, it's breathing in a specific pattern to move the energy in your body and connect with it into a non-ordinary state of consciousness, right? And there's everything from rebirthing to shamanic to kundalini to tantric to you know, pranayamic, you know, um, and conscious connected breath work specifically, what it does is tight, it helps you titrate between your sympathetic side of your nervous system and the parasympathetic side of the nervous system. So it's as you're breathing in and out of your mouth for 40 minutes or however long, you are titrating between those parts of your nervous system, which is building nervous system resilience. It's also helping to disconnect your thinking critical mind and take it offline so that you can drop into your body, which is your subconscious. And it helps you connect your heart to your mind, to the divine, or the quantum field. So it's physiologically, it's doing all of these things to help you get into your body to move the energy in the 37,000 uh, trillion cells that we have in our bodies. Um, and it, yeah, essentially it's just helping us, the, the, the basic is it's helping us take our mind offline so we can drop into our body and we can connect with something higher than ourselves. I have never heard that explained. Everyone says <laughs> that all the time, but I've never heard that, it, that explained. And that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's so powerful. It's um, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's the best way to raise your vibration in your frequency and your body as quickly as possible and to clear out stuckness, like, you know, stuck emotions, stuck memory, stuck energy. Um, it's, it helps you get insight and information and awareness. You're just like, I, I can't even tell you how many people come out of breath work and they just have this look on their face, like, oh my gosh, you know? And when they start sharing, they're just like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, okay, yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you know? yeah. That's, that's why the sharing part of it is so special. Cause it's like the people that we were when we walked into the room is completely different than, than who we are right after. <laughs> Seriously, right? Anytime I work with my clients, either in a group or one-on-one, and you know, if it's a breathwork situation, I don't know what happens in their session because you know that's an internal thing. Um, and when they share it with me, I'm like, oh, and they're like, oh, you know. Or if it's one of my quantum hypnosis sessions, then I hear everything that happens because I'm guiding it, you know, with questions and guidance um, during the hypnosis session. And they'll come out of that and they'll go, oh, and I go, oh, you know, <laughs> we're just like, oh my gosh. No, it's like magical every single day. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's so cool. I feel like my body when I first, when I first found breath work when I first did okay what are the different types like what's the type that's um is it called holotropic I don't know I don't know yes, anything there's some kind called hol holotropic and holotropic is uh it's like like a six hour journey <laughs> you know it's a two to six hour journey it's a big long journey 
Um, there's tri-active breath, which some practitioners do, which is a two-part breath or a three-part breath where you inhale in your, your stomach, your heart, and then you exhale. So it's like, you know, versus what we do with conscious connected breath is like, so it's like, you know, it's a connected breath. There's no pause at the top or bottom where yogic breath a lot of time is in and out of your nose and it's you know really coming into your throat and you know there's just there's just so many different kinds but um each of them has a special um physiological aspect to it um they all help us connect to our bodies and to our subconscious and to many of it many of it helps us connect to the quantum field and you know, something beyond us. So yeah. yeah. Okay. That clears a lot of stuff up for me because I am a person, I'm a Virgo moon. I don't know if you know anything about astrology, but I'm a person who like, I think in like, this is this, this is this category. And so that makes a lot of sense for me. So triactive is not conscious connected breath work. Conscious connected breath work is the part where you, it's like a flow of the, yes. in, okay. Yes. yes. Very good. Very, very good explanation. It is a flow. I mean, it really is creating this circuit of energy, like a circle, like a wheel, I say. And you know, you know how I usually guide everybody up a mountain. Um, Yeah. So what we're doing when we're going up the mountain is we're creating this momentum and we're charging our breath. You know, we're charging it like literally like, you know, like a lawnmower. I don't know, you know, charging the breath, you know, so we're activating the breath so that by the time we get up to the top of the mountain, then we can let go of that breath and just float, you know, just be in that very spacious meditative space. Yeah. Wow. So the first time I did breath work, I did the, the triactive breath. Um, and I was scared at first because I remember the facilitator was like, don't be alarmed if you start to freeze up. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, I'm a very anxious person. So I was like, this is freaking me out, but like, I feel called to do this. So I'm going to do it. And then I, every single time I do a triactive or conscious connected, every time I get tetany and every time I I sob, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess there's just things I need. It's just things I need to release. Yeah. Um, But the first time I did it, I was just like, my body was like, thank you. Like my, my body was like, finally. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, I can't, like, I'll walk around and people have tears just rolling down their cheeks. Yeah. Because they're just, they're, yeah, you, like you said, their bodies and their hearts are just like, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, thank you. Mm. Thank you for doing something for me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's not always like sad tears. Like sometimes, especially when I do the um, breath work with you, when we're being guided up the mountain, once I reach the top, I get kind of like scared. Like I feel like my fears are coming up or something to be faced. And then once I'm guided back down, I'm like, Oh, everything's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not always bad tears. Sometimes it's like good tears. Sometimes it's just, I don't know why I'm crying. but that's but, a good that's a good sign that you're building nervous system resilience good yeah i believe because yes you know you can feel that little bit of fear and trepidation as you get to the top of the mountain mm-hmm. but then you have reassurance that you're held yeah 
you know, that you will always be help. Mm. And you can feel that going down the mountain, floating down the mountain. And, and yeah, that's, that to me is a sign. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So could you describe for some people who are like, I don't know what these people are talking about. I've never done this before. Maybe the difference between like breath work that's just kind of, I don't know the terminology, just like the in and out, like the calm and then the breath work that kind of gets you to like have tetany and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it yoga pranayama mm-hmm. is what most people think of when they think of breath work because yes. that, that's what they've been exposed to. It's 6,000 years old, you know, doing, um, alternate nostril breathing or box breathing or you know um, some of the other yogic breath that is usually very calming like you said very meditative even heart coherence breath is like one of my favorite breath work patterns because it really is a very calming centering heart spaced type of breath work that the the conscious connected breath work, holotropic, shamanic, triactive, these more activating types of breath work are really used, like I said, to to prime the nervous system, to help us get to that non-ordinary state of consciousness and stay there long enough so that we can connect. They're really um, deep, meditative, cleansing, activating breaths you know, breathwork patterns. Yeah. The others are very meditative, meditative. Excuse me. I should be able to say that. Meditative. (laughs) I say that word a lot. So yes, all breathwork is meditative. All breathwork helps us connect to our bodies. This is just more activating, more cleansing, more um, really, really embodied. Yeah. 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 I, I, that makes a lot of sense in my body. Like I feel that explanation. And the other thing with the more activating type of breath work is I, like you described earlier, it gets you out of your thinking mind, which that is my main issue in life is I'm constantly like, well, what about this? What about like ruminating? And I think that's one of the main reasons why I feel so called to do breath work because it, it really like takes you into your body. (laughs) Like if you have issues with, rumination and you've got kind of like a vata mind breath like activating breath work is the thing for you <laughs> yeah yeah you have no choice <laughs> you have no choice you're going you're going in your body which is is such a beautiful thing you know because yes. like you said it's sometimes even the vata i'm vata and rumination used to be one of my biggest issues as well like it especially when i was drinking like rumination was like ooh, it was hell in my head right mm-hmm. um but this helps us get into our bodies. Yeah, yeah. really helps. It, it, it truly is an embodiment practice. Yeah. Yes, it's so amazing. And I feel like it helps me process things because nothing is going to be figured out in your, in your mind. When you're ruminating, nothing's, nothing's gonna be figured out. But when, you, when I have something that I'm dealing with and I bring that intention to breath work, my heart and my body, just naturally figures it out by itself, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, our bodies are our subconscious mind. Yeah. That's, that's our bodies are 95% of our mind is our subconscious. Only mm-hmm. 5% is the conscious. And our minds are not a specific organ. In our, they're not a specific, they're not our brain. They're not, they're, they're our consciousness. It's our consciousness. So 
it, it really is our whole entire energy field in our body. And so to really be able to tap into that field, that field of energy, um, yeah, that's, that's where all the magic is. Mm, wow, I love that. So how often would you suggest for people to be doing this activating breath work in order to like really go through like transformation? Oh, once a week. <laughs> yes. I mean, I think that <clears throat> it's going to vary per person, you know, mm -hmm. based on what their goals are, what their intentions are. Um, if you are using it to clear away trauma and limiting beliefs and energy stuck in your body, this is a really great practice, like once a week, once every other week or so. Um, if you are just wanting to occasionally like go into a deep meditative state to to you know manifest or to do something like that maybe like once a month um but it really doesn't hurt to do it more regularly you know you will just get more and more clear every single time you know it it, it is just clearing away the cobwebs clearing away the stuckness and um, you're going to have, you, you know, cause you've done this several times, you're going to have a different experience every single time. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's whatever you, whatever is needed will be presented. So, yeah. My, my favorite thing to do is do it at home <laughs> around no one and scream. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Really let it all out and like bang on because, you know, I, I, I just don't want to do that when there's other people around. I don't want to trigger I do it when I'm when I'm home and I'm just like it's such a huge release yeah yeah, yeah. it's so nice what are some like normal things that would happen like when people are doing holotropic breath works I mean not holotropic um activating breath work such as yeah. like me like what are some normal <laughs> things like, to the, like uh contraindications or side effects or uh, any, like just anything that could show up during it. Mm. Oh my gosh. Anything can show up. Um, I have people connect with their spirit guides, with angels, with their higher self, with their inner child, with a past loved one, um, you know, current life memories, past life, you know, parallel future, um, they can fly, <laughs> you know, they can meet God um you know they can have downloads of like answers to questions that they you know are have on their heart they can um move emotions out of their body they can move pain out of their body they can heal um you know illness or pain um I'm a, I'm a huge Dr. Joe Dispenza fan you know and I just got back from one of his retreats in Denver and yeah it was like I was in heaven for the oh. whole time. Um, but, you know, he, the, essentially this activating breath work is a meditative practice. So mm -hmm. um, we can use these meditative practices to heal ourselves, to manifest, to clear energy, to connect um, all of the things that you would do with any other type of meditation. This is, but this is just more embodied. So it's, it's, <clears throat> I mean, I love all, all, I love all meditation. So, I'm not going to knock any meditation because whatever kind of meditation works for you, do it. 
like that was the number one thing I came back with. Um, one of my friends said, what was the number one thing you learned at the Dr. Joe Dispenza retreat? And I was like, we cannot afford not to meditate. Mm-hmm. We cannot afford not to meditate. And if you truly want to change your life, then you need to be meditating more and more and more. And it, and I'll give you this example of my foot. My right foot has had some tendonitis in it all year. And it was really bad. And then I went to the Dr. Joe retreat and we meditated like twice a day, sometimes four times a day. And it got better. And then I kept, and then I got back and I kept meditating or doing breath work every single day. And it was better, 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 better. And then I got really busy one weekend and I didn't meditate all weekend or do anything and it flared back up. And so then I started doing, you know, breath work and meditation and hypnosis again, and it started to clear up again. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> so I just proved to myself that, the, you know, it does work. And, and you know, Dr. Joe's got tons of science, you know, mm-hmm. to back it up. But um, yeah, this stuff, this stuff works. Embodiment practices, meditation practices, using our breath, it all works. Wow. Embodiment has become like one of my favorite words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to like write it in big letters on my wall. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, and, and, you know, I teach manifestation and embodying your future self mm. is how you get there. You know, really, truly believing that you can be there and embodying the feelings and the frequencies that you want to be, then that is how it's like the shortcut. Yeah. Like, how to get there faster yeah that's awesome so I have a couple more breathwork questions and then I'm done I promise (laughs) I'll talk about it forever yeah (laughs) so some of the physical things that can happen such as tetany would you mind explaining why that happens like the spiritual and scientific reason why that happens Sure, sure so tetany is a change in the ratio of your oxygen to CO2 to nitric oxide. There might be another oxide in there somewhere, mm-hmm. but it is it essentially is the change in your blood chemistry. Okay. And because of that change in blood chemistry, then um, it, it you know gets stuck in different extremities. So most people experience it in their fingers or their hands and they look like claws. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can be in your your chin or your jaw or your neck, sometimes your hips, sometimes your feet. Mm-hmm. And so that's from a physiological standpoint. From a spiritual standpoint, um, you know, it's kind of like what are you what are you holding on to? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you like what do you have such a tight grip on that you don't want to let go? And I have a really good example. This happened like two weeks ago. One of the women in breath work, she was lying on her side and her hands were all curled up and she was, she was just like trying, she literally was like doing this to like try to get something stuck out of her, out of her arms. And afterwards she told us about it and it was just stuck energy. She knew what it was. She could feel it. She could, she knew she was hanging on to something that she didn't, she no longer would no longer serving her and um, so she talked about that and so it, it's it's physiological and spiritual they're just two aspects of it yeah interesting I'm so interested in like all like the scientific stuff behind breath work like one day I need to like find a book or something <laughs> like- yes um yeah there's a few good books um breathe 
or breath, excuse me, by um, James Nestor, N-E-S-T-O-R, and then Just Breathe by um, Dan Brule. That's a good one. Wim Hof's got a good book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are the ones that are on the top of my mind right now. And I think that's what I love about breath work and hypnosis and, and these things that are, it's really the kind of the convergence of science, um, psychology and spirituality. They all kind of, they all come together. This is not woo woo. This is like real. And I still call it magic, (laughs) but it is science and psychology and spirituality coming together. Yeah, it's so cool. I have a lot of um, friends who are are very scientific people and some of my spiritual stuff, they're like, girl, you're insane. But (laughs) with with breath work, I can be like, here, read this book. It's it's scientific. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's for real. (laughs) All right. So you talked about how you feel like, depending on the person, like, to go on a breath work journey, like, you can do breath work weekly, you can do it bi-weekly. What about, like, what is your daily practice with it? And do you do like the activating daily or do you do a different type of breath work daily? Tell us about your daily breath work practice. Yeah, so I do the conscious connected breath work about once a week. Okay. I, do it, I actually do it on Tuesdays during the day and Aww. then I guide it Tuesday nights because Tuesday I'm a mentor for the current Alchemy of Breath, breath um, work training. Yeah, so we get I get to receive breath from the trainees, you know, from the students. So that's kind of neat. And then I also have so many beautiful friend practitioners who share their gifts with me and vice versa. So that's really nice that we can trade and we can, you know, help each other out in that way. Um, Daily, I mostly do uh, meditation and like what I would call um, heart coherence breath. So heart coherence breath is breathing in and out of your nose for a five second inhale, five second exhale. And it's very connective. It's one of the practices that um, Dr. Joe uses, but it's also something that I've used even before I started um, following him. So it is, like I said, five second inhale, five second exhale. It connects your heart to your mind and then your mind to the divine. It just creates a beautiful circuit. And it's the most optimal way to breathe for optimal breath health as well yeah so they yeah i think it's six um six breaths per minute is the optimal way to breathe interesting in and out of your nose as well which kind of kind of is confusing because when we're doing the activating breath we're breathing in and out of our mouth but we're doing that to clear energy and to bring in you know more that's a very you know practice but on a daily basis breathing in and out of your nose breathing all the way down into your belly and nice Mm -hmm. slow inhales and exhales that is the best way to breathe yeah i feel like we forget to breathe into our stomachs like Mm -hmm. i just i work with kids and so i notice that their kids still breathe out of their stomachs like kids are still like fully but when we grow into adults we, we don't breathe out of our stomachs anymore yeah, it's because everybody's like, oh, pull in your stomach, you know, be skinny. You know what I mean? They're like, there's the, what do you call it? The, um, it's really a conditioned thing. 
you know, it, it really is. And then also when we're stressed out, we just only breathe, we'll breathe in and out of our chest, you know, shallow breathing, um, hyperventilation, like, you know, when we're really stressed out, our nervous system kicks in and we'll be breathing, you know, in our chest and in and out of our mouth. And that's not a good way to breathe. Hyperventilation is not a good way to breathe. Yeah. Um, the conscious connected breath is breathing very deep and rich into our belly and out. So it's not mm -hmm. hyperventilating. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Would you mind guiding us through like a quick five minute daily practice for people who are like new to this and want to start incorporating breath work into their life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a couple of choices. So I'm going to ask you what you would like. Um, we could do conscious connected breath work, or we could do the slower one, like the heart coherence breath. It's completely up to you. Let's do the the conscious connected because I feel like that's 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 your yeah, thing, yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so conscious connected breath work. What I will say is we are going to be breathing in and out of our mouth. Um, and what we're doing is we're connecting our inhale to our exhale and our inhale to our exhale. Just there's no pause at the top, no pause at the bottom. It's just one conscious connected breath after the next, creating a circuit with our breath all in and out of our mouth. Like we've been talking about, you breathe all the way down into your belly. You let it rise up into your heart and out and just create this circuit. Okay. So I'm going to do a timer on my phone. So I'm going to do that for five minutes or so. Okay, so just a couple of notes. When we are breathing in this way, we can get a little, little bit dizzy. And um, so make sure that you are sitting down and you have, or lying down and you have something, you know, holding you up. Um, and just know that five minutes will just make you a little bit lightheaded, a little bit dizzy. It will definitely, you'll feel the energy starting to spark, <laughs> spark, you know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so you will feel the energy start to spark and ignite in your body. Um, so yeah, so I guess as you're ready, let's go ahead and start to breathe. You close down your eyes if you want and start to breathe in and out of your mouth. Nice, conscious, connected breath. One breath connects to the next. So breathing in, breathing out. Breathing in all the way down into your belly, letting it rise up into your heart and out. And then in again, and then out again. And just keep doing that one conscious connected breath after the next. Creating this circuit, this circle, this conduit of energy going back and forth, round and round. At this point, you're definitely feeling some buzzing and tingling throughout your body. Just imagine that that is life force. That is your life force being ignited. And imagine that these, you are creating an electromagnet, excuse me, electromagnetic field in your body. With each and every breath, you ignite this polarity, the positive and the negative aspects of this electromagnetic field. And with each breath that you breathe in, you're igniting every single cell of your body, every single subatomic particle of your being. 
So you're breathing in, breathing out. Make a nice active inhale and just let go on the exhale. The next few breaths, bring in light. Exhale anything that is no longer serving you. Breathe in love, exhale out fear. Bring in forgiveness, exhale out resentment. Continue to breathe in anything that you want more of and let go on the exhale of anything that is no longer serving you. You might even imagine that these things that are no longer serving you are rocks and they have been weighing your heart down. And so with each breath, drop a rock on the mountain. Drop a rock, pick up a feather, a feather of forgiveness, the feather of love, the feather of compassion, of understanding, just drop those rocks and pick up those feathers as you breathe in and out, in and out. For the next two minutes, let's pick up the pace of the breath. So just increase the pace of the breath, whatever feels comfy to you, just starting to charge the breath a little bit. There you go. I'm right here with you. I'm holding space for you. All you have to do is breathe and be. So just breathing in and out, in and out, in and out, whatever feels comfy to you. Feel that increase in the vibration in your body. Feel that release with every exhale, in and out, in and out. Just creating this beautiful circuit of energy. You are igniting the fire within you. Breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. Feel your whole entire body light up like the sun. Yes. Saying yes to the breath, saying yes to life. You got this, I'm right here with you. Breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. Every inhale brings energy from the tips of your toes all the way up to the top of your head and then back out again. And this last minute, really, really connect to that inhale. Really, really let go on that exhale. Yes, you're doing so, so well. I'm right here with you. All you have to do is breathe. Just breathe and be. You got this. Almost there. There you go. And as you're ready, let's begin to come back by breathing in and out of your nose. Switching from the mouth breath to the nose breath. And just beginning to feel that life force that you've ignited in your body. All of that energy whirling and twirling and swirling throughout your body literally sparkles. You are now sparkling. You can feel every single cell in your body sparkle with life force. 
And there you go. In your body. Good job. Yes. Very good. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're doing so good. Mm, that's so beautiful. So how long can people do that for? And would you su suggest them to do that on their own or with yeah. a facilitator? Yeah. So um, if you wanted to do something like that daily, you can do like um, 30 conscious connected breaths, which would be about 10 minutes. So you could do that. You could set a timer for about 10 minutes and just do that, you know. Um, and I would suggest before you do anything like that to set an intention and use it like you could use it as a daily manifestation practice, you know, write out your intention, what you're trying to manifest, how you want to feel when you've manifested that, just put some nice details about that, and then do the conscious connected breath for, you know, 10 minutes or so, and really bring that vibration into your body, feel the feelings and, and do the visualization and really see your future self. Um, that would be a beautiful practice. And um, as far as the 40 minute breathwork journey, I would recommend you do that with a facilitator, whether that be in person or online. There's tons of online ones. There's even you know, pre-recorded ones. But I think um, when you are doing that type of breathwork, it is nice to have the container set. Um, it's really an energetic container and having a guide or a facilitator with you, you know, watching over you as you were doing it, make sure, you know, making sure you're safe and um, really guiding you, being able to help prompt you. That is a really nice, nice thing to have. Yeah. I love that. I love the manifestation with the conscious connected breath work that I'm definitely going to be doing that. That's so cool. Yes, I just started a new class, a new event, whatever you want to call it, on mm -hmm. Sunday nights at Yoga Patch, and it's called Quantum mm -hmm. Breathwork. Yeah, and so each week we will be doing manifestation. It will be breathwork paired with manifestation practices. That is the coolest thing ever. You're the first person I've, I've heard, like, pair manifestation with breathwork. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm all over it. When I, I, I channeled that, I mean... This is the woo-woo part of it, but um, yes, I channeled it in um, November. I channeled this whole quantum manifestation workshop, and I've been teaching it every month since November and um, started to incorporate it into my practices and with my coaching clients, and um, now I'm going to be doing it once a week, so yeah, mm -hmm. anybody who shows up there, yeah. That's so powerful. Do you have time for one more question until we get to the wrap-up questions? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I am super curious about your um, journey with hypnosis because recently I've been really getting into that and really diving into my personal subconscious limiting beliefs and how much they are affecting me. And, you know, everyone has them and we can't help but get them. They're programmed into us, you know, and yeah, I just, I recently have been experiencing with that so that's so interesting that you're really into that type of stuff so would you mind talking about that and your journey with hypnosis yeah yeah so hypnosis has been a part of my like you said the journey to into the subconscious and limiting beliefs and stuckness etc 
I started uh, became interested in it when I started working with um, To Be Magnetic and Lacey Phillips and all of that manifestation work. And it just sparked this curiosity. And um, this is so crazy, but January 29th, 2021, I woke up at 3 a.m. with a message that said I was supposed to be um, going to hypnotherapy school. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I knew I was interested in hypnotherapy, but this message was so clear. It was like, go to this podcast that you were listening to and find that hyp hypnosis teacher and go to her training and go to her website and find out what the training is. And I went to the website and the training started on February 1st. It was January 29th. I was like, okay, got it, signed up. Um, so I went to hyp hypnotherapy school last year and what was so interesting to me is the first practice session with the other students, um, as we were going through the practice session, I was like, oh, this is energy work. I was like, whoa, they, nobody talks about it this way. Nobody talks about hyp hypnotherapy as energy healing. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what it is. And once I discovered that and paired it with what I know about breath work, I'm like, whoa, okay, everything is getting into the subconscious. These, all these modalities, hypnotherapy, um, quantum hypnosis, you know, breath work, they're all getting into the subconscious, where is everything? That's all of our limiting beliefs. That's where our habits, our patterns, our conditioning, everything that we believe about ourselves is, it happens, you know, between zero and seven. It's when all of this stuff is imprinted in in our subconscious and we can try to go to talk therapy after talk therapy or really try to talk our problems out and we're going to get there a little bit at a time but if you go into the subconscious you're going straight to the root of the problem and you can reprogram like that it is i mean i i call it magic it is not magic it is science um but it is so effective um I, at any time I have anything come up, I go straight to hypnosis. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. I had something, um, some trauma from my childhood come up a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, why is this still coming up? You know? And the first thing I was like messaging my hypno hypnosis friends, I'm like, okay, time to schedule a session. <laughs> and uh, we get in there and my subconscious, oh my gosh, it was so beautiful the way that they presented um, my childhood they mm. took me straight to to talk to my inner child and um oh my gosh it was so beautiful and then my higher self came in and told me explained what everything meant and I was like okay I got this you know so I was able to just go straight to the the root of the problem and that's really what it is is that we're going into the subconscious and connecting with whatever memory or um you know whatever whatever implanted, you know, whatever is implanted in our subconscious, we're able to go straight to it with, with hypnosis. And it's, it's highly effective. I would, I, I highly recommend it for anybody who, who is really wanting to make changes faster, because that's, that's really what it is. It's kind of a shortcut. It, you know, it really is a shortcut. It's going straight to the source. So, yeah. Wow. That's so powerful. I love the way you explained that because I am a person who, has struggled with so many mental health issues since I was young. I've been seeing therapist after therapist after therapist, which mm -hmm. I do think that everyone should be seeing a therapist. But 
it's also like I always felt like something was missing. I was always like, okay, like, yeah, I'm seeing these therapists, but like, is it really helping that much? Like you can only get so far. And um, I feel like breath work and like embodiment and hypnosis and stuff like that was like the missing, the missing part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody should be seeing a, a therapist, but it might be a hypnotherapist that they should be seeing. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, because um, I there is nothing wrong with talk therapy. I have had my share of cognitive-based therapy, believe me, um, and it was extremely helpful as I was making the decision to stop drinking. But the um, this is once I discovered hypnotherapy, it's like I really, I I personally won't work with a coach or a therapist who doesn't have the skill of, of hypnotherapy or hypnosis practice. I won't because I I can't talk about my problems anymore. Like I just don't want to talk about my problems anymore. I want to go straight to the source and heal it. Yeah. Wow, that's powerful. What would be your suggestion for people who are like, oh, hypnotherapy, like that's what I need. Like what would be your suggestion for beginners, for people who want, who are interested in it? Yeah, well, I would say contact me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do Zoom and in person. Um, yeah, I, I think really, you know, having an initial session with a hypnotherapist or a um, quantum hypnosis practitioner, I think is is um, really the way to go. And, you know, when I, and I'm sure others do this as well, I do a thorough intake process of, you know, what the person's goals and intentions are, you know, what, what's causing them stress right now, what kind of limiting beliefs or, you know, whatever is, what types of blocks do they know of? Because it's really the conscious and the, the unconscious. Like they may think like, you know, it's X, Y, and Z that are causing the problems. And then we get into the subconscious and it's like, nope, nope, it's actually A, B, and C. You know, yeah. so we may think we know what the problem is. We, we know what the outcome is, what you know, whatever is presenting itself in a habit or a pattern or, in, you know, something that's holding us back, but the root cause of that may be something we're not even, we don't even know, you know. Yeah, that's so powerful. All right, well, I could ask you questions for literally forever, so I'll have to have you on a second time sometime in the future, because <laughs> I'm just like, I could literally sit here and ask you questions. <laughs> But so we're going to move on to the speed round, which you don't have to speed, but it's just a series okay. of really quick answer <laughs> questions. Better take a drink of water. <laughs> yeah. The first question is, do you have a favorite book or just a book that you have been enjoying recently? Uh, yes. Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yes. Number one book I recommend to everyone. Mm hmm. Mm. I love that book. All right. Next question is, do you have a spirit animal? A bunny rabbit. Oh, <laughs> yes. He showed up in my spiritual hypnosis training. I, I finished spiritual hypnosis training in February. And we, in that training, we go to the temple of divinity, which is in the sixth dimension. Um, and he just came hopping along and, and uh, he's, the thing is, super cool for me is that he's not only presented himself in my sessions but when we do group sessions when we did group sessions in the training he would show up for other people too 
It was super sweet. I mean, he, it, this, this is, I think, the coolest story. At one point, um, I was taken to the uh, field of sacred soul partners, and I was told to write a letter to my future soul partner. Mm-hmm. And um, I was writing the letter, you know, he handed me the paper and the pen, and I was lying on my belly, you know, writing, writing the letter and everything. And then at one point, um, the pieces of my broken heart kind of kept falling from the sky and coming back into my heart. And he was picking them up off the ground and putting them into my heart. And he was patting my heart. He was like, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. He's such a sweetheart. So yes, my my little spirit guide is my bunny rabbit, yeah. That is like the cutest spirit animal story I've ever heard. I can like picture like a little bunny rabbit being like, it's okay. Yes, yes, yes. And I mean, I know this is sounds like a wild story. It's, you know, very mystical story. I was very um, in that hypnosis, very connected. So I, I, yeah, yeah, he was right there with me. That's so beautiful. Yeah. All right. The next question is, do you have, I know this might be hard for you because you, you always come at us with all the, the best music. Um, <laughs> do you have a favorite song or a song that you've been enjoying the most recently? My favorite song is um, all, We Are All Connected by um, Nessie Gomez. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That song makes me cry. Oh, I'm sorry. We Are All Related. Related. Yep. Yeah, We Are All Related by Nessie Gomez. Yeah. That song is powerful, like chills. Yeah. Um, next question is, do you have a favorite plant or herb? The money tree, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I do love my money tree. <laughs> I love money trees. Um, next question is, what is your zodiac sign, if you know? I am a cancer. Oh, I love cancers. Yes, my birthday's coming up. Yay. I was going to say, yeah, it's cancer season. <laughs> um, next question is coffee or tea? Mm, cacao. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Now, if I'm doing coffee, it's in uh, oat milk cappuccino. Ooh, ooh. that sounds good. Um, next question. What is your favorite season? Summer, and mm. now summer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Next I was a last summer baby, and you know. <laughs> uh, I find that people. This is a theory that I have, and you can test it on your own. But I find that whatever season people are born in, that's their favorite season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because mine is winter. Yep. There you go. Um. Last question is: Do you have a favorite podcast? Um, my favorite podcast is probably. Uh, the expanded podcast yeah the expanded Lacey Phillips yeah all right cool well that is all the questions that I have for you today would you mind sharing about what you offer and what you've been up to recently yeah 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 so Sunday nights is quantum breathwork at yoga patch Um, Tuesday nights is sunset breathwork at the Nelson and then I also offer quantum manifestation workshops I'm getting ready to do some new moon workshops called the moon and the stars, which will be cacao plus breath work. Um, I do 
a variety of other workshops and retreats and I co-facilitate others. So all of that um, is on healandexpand.com or melissasaubers.com or sunsetbreathwork.com. <laughs> I have very, uh, lots of different websites. Um, and then I do one-on-one -on -one sessions with manifestation work or um, hypnosis, quantum healing hypnosis or breathwork. And I also have a six month, six month coaching program too. Awesome. I will make sure to link all of those websites in the description below. And where are you best contacted if people want to contact you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on Instagram at Melissa Sobbers. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for sharing your light with the world and for all that you do. You are so cool and amazing. And I literally could just talk to you for forever. Oh, thank you, <laughs> I really appreciate you offering this opportunity to talk. So creating this space for both of us to connect. So thank you. Mm -hmm.